Yeah, definitely. Is it better? Oh yeah. That's yeah. That's much better. Yeah, that's good. It's crystal awesome. clear. Crystal. <laughs> now you know. I like to do an intro on the show, but of course Brian does the traditional drag intro intros. So how about this? Why don't we do one of each? Brian, do you want to do one okay. or okay? Yeah, sure. Yeah, put me on. Lady- yeah, I, I didn't prepare anything. Very special guest co-host on this episode of Whimsically Volatile. You think you might be familiar with her. Maureen McCormick from the Brady Bunch. That's right. We had a lot of, pull a lot of favors to get her in here, but she's here now and let her do her thing. No, it's me, uh, Katya. Hi. Hello. Hi. <laughs> um, so wait, do the intro now. Should I do it now? Now is a good time. Or if you want to okay. do it halfway through the show, that's cool too. <laughs> you should do it at the end of the show. You should definitely yeah. do the intro at the end. Yeah, because then we'll, then we will have decided what kind of scuzz bucket you actually are. We'll have the details, right? The details. We'll, we'll have the tone the set for the show, and then you can like adequately illustrate it. That's exactly right, Craig. Okay, <laughs> you do one. You do one. Okay, you do I'll one. do. I'll do. I'll do mine. There is no better exercise for the heart than reaching down to lift someone else up. Do you know who said that, dear listeners? Why? None other than our guest on this episode of Whimsically Volatile, a queen born and raised in Houston, Texas, who eventually took New York, Philadelphia, Boston, and the entire Northeast by storm. She gives you fierce looks and moves, but also a four-octave vocal range and operatic splendor. Both Katya and I have had the honor of having her grace our stages at Perestroika and Videodrome, and now take great delight in presenting her magic to you here. That's right, I speak of the one, the only, the fabulous Sophia Cristal. Oh Yankin. That's shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, uh, wait, is there, was it a six octave range? It's six octaves now. Okay, just to clarify. <laughs> I thought so, yeah. I thought so, but then I read conflicting reports, and so I thought, well... Well, once upon a time, it was five, and then it became six. Maybe it was four at some point. <laughs> now, interesting. Now, did you just want to reveal that to everyone, or you wanted to keep an octave to yourself, or what was that? <laughs> you know, the older you get and the better you get at singing, the more you realize that you have. Absolutely. We know each other somewhat from Boston, but the two of you have had a very long... Uh, Sexual and, and relationships. Exactly. Extremely. That's Sen- Sexual, 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 sexual uh, spectator. Sexy. I, I'm aware. I've definitely seen her have sex at least seven times with you, which is strange. You've seen me have sex with you, with me. It was all in my yeah. dream, but it still happened. <laughs> Just because it didn't happen doesn't mean it's not real. Hello, thank you. When did you move to Boston? I moved to Boston in uh, shit uh, 2009. Um, yeah, I went to the Longy School of Music in Cambridge. Mm-hmm. And so I moved to Boston so that I could commute to Cambridge. <laughs> it was <laughs> it was super fun. <laughs> was it, uh, wait, was it a scam, that, that college, the school? That college, you don't even get a degree. Now you do. I think you scam. do now. I think, um, I think you do get a degree. You used to get a diploma. Now they're associated with Bard College, so now you actually do get a degree. Oh, work Bard's, yeah. So, Bard's yeah, it, But at the time, I think I was just like, I'm. I don't know how I got tricked into going. To, my best friend was going there, and he was schemes like, schemes and to scams. School. It was scams on scams on scams. <laughs> yeah, totally. Uh, totally. It was, 
Girl, I got kicked out of that school. Really? What happened? Oh, I cursed out two administrators and they kicked me out for egregious behavior. Egregious. <laughs> Egregious behavior. Egregious violations of civil uh, behavior. Honey, they, That's wild. they, the entire school heard me say, fuck you to everybody. That's a terrific name for a one-woman show, Egregious Behavior. Egregious Behavior. Egregious oh, my God. Egregious Behavior. That is. Coming soon from Safira Cristal. Yeah, so what what uh, precipitated that event? What led you to cursing well, out the entire administration? It's really dramatic, but my uh, basically, uh, a long time ago, I come from Texas, and being uh, a queer person of color is Wait, very what? difficult. Queer? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, wow. Oh, uh, Brian uh, normally doesn't work with queer people. So this is kind no, of a shock. I, yeah, I think I'm uh, going to go. Yeah, yeah. I don't really feel well, comfortable my, around gay well, people. There'll be, there are at least two of us. So um, <laughs> as I was saying, uh, being a queer person of color in the, from the South, it's very difficult to uh, exist. And yeah. um, I uh, just told, I ended up coming out to my, Oh, actually, I didn't come out to my father. My biological father had never been in my life at all. And I left, I met them. Um, when I was like 19, 20, right uh -huh. before I went to this college. And um, they decided that they were going to help me with my rent and help me with my, um, uh, help me with my rent and help me with my tuition to school. Well, someone related to my father that I was gay and a drag queen. And at the time I was, I was gay. Ugh. That's how I felt. Um, and um, he called me one day as we've been having these calls and he said, I heard you were gay and I heard you were a drag queen. And I said, Oh, these things are true. And, uh, he said, Oh, I'll call you back. Um, I spoke to him like maybe 10 years later. Um, and, um, because he never stopped, he never, no way. He never he called, never called back. you back. Never Ten called years. me back. And so with, with him not calling me back, the checks stopped as well. So I became yeah. homeless and had no way to figure out how to pay for school. So I was um, talking to the um, financial aid lady. That's what I call her. She, I'm sure she has a more uh, official term, but I like to call her the financial aid lady. And she probably has a given name as well. But uh, other than that, yeah. I forget it. It's some, <laughs> Puerto, Rican, some Puerto Rican bitch from yeah. Boston. That's what I call her. Um, <laughs> her. Now we know her, yeah. You know Puerto Rican bitch from Boston. Um, Hello. She, um, so she didn't believe that i was homeless and oh, was like yeah she was like i don't believe you and she was like i don't believe that you're homeless and i think you're just trying to you know scam the system so i need your parents information and i was like they can't give their information either they're not yeah. so i was trying to give them my grandmother's information and she was like i was like i can't give you any of that information honestly because i'm homeless and i'm pretty sure that i'm going to be able to get some more money for the fact that i'm homeless and i'm still trying to go to fucking school like Wait. it's you know yeah. this is something that and um Ugh. and in boston oh honey boston? i got kicked out of my house um because i couldn't afford to pay for rent anymore and then i started living with this girl um who lived not too far from where i live so i luckily just got to move right down the street but i was on her couch the only reason that i was uh, even in her house was because she was um the sorority sister of my mom's not from the same year they just happened to be in the same sorority oh wow my mom told a sister of hers who then told another sister who lived in kenya who wrote on the message board who then Another sister was reading the message board, happened to be talking to this girl at the time and said, hey, girl, have you looked at the message boards? There's somebody in Boston who needs some help. I don't know if you can help them or not. And 
lo and behold, the next day for me being homeless, I had a place to stay. And so I never was on the street homeless. Like I, I squatted in my apartment that extra night so that I wasn't homeless. But the next day I went straight to her house and basically just moved in. She wasn't expecting it all, but she was rearing and ready to take care of me. She was fabulous. She was like one of the most wonderful people god sent she has since passed of um, cancer it was all of a sudden none of us knew um but it was just you know a lot to do and so i was in this meeting with um lv reyes was her name mm-hmm. and lv goes um I'm still mad about it, Alvy. Fuck you, bitch. Um, so uh, <laughs> I think she's a big listener of the show too. I'm so sure this is she good. Is. Yeah, yeah. Somebody is <laughs> number one Patreon supporter. Back to Miss Reyes. So um, she, um, we're in the thing, and she's telling me you got to do this, you got to do this, and I said, wait, wait. So do homeless people get financial aid or not? And then she she goes on about these other things and never answers my question. And yeah. so I ask her again. So. So homeless people don't get financial aid. And she's like, you're not listening. Bangs her hand against the um, uh, the desk, stands up, walks over to me and says, now you shut up. Oh. Finger no way. close to my fucking face. And I was like, what? <laughs> and I go, and I, and I go, I, I was like, I don't understand why you're being so aggressive right now i just yeah. asked you a simple question and the um other administrator her office was inside of an office because this school is so small that's actually in two houses um so uh, <laughs> scam scam yeah. scam one of them was a mansion it, it belonged to longy which um um he was the principal oboist of the uh boston symphony so that's how he ended up opening the school and it happened like in the 20s so this school was still around. His family was still propagating this scam. Yeah, 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 yeah. So one of the administrators comes in and said, I've been listening to her this whole time, and you've been really not working with Elvin. She's been trying to work with you. And I said, she? I said, N-. so I picked up my stuff. And I said something, and I almost said, like, goddamn or something, or, or I almost said something. And he said, you can't use that language. If you're going to use those type of language, you got to get out of here. So I picked up my backpack and left because I was like, I'm heated. I'm not going to do this right now. Yeah. And then I turned around. And I was like, you know what? I've been trying with this woman. This is the second time she's popped off at me for no reason. So I don't understand why you all of a sudden are, you know, being the great white savior of this uh, Puerto Rican woman who can handle herself, number one. Like, mm. I, ain't nobody asked you to do nothing. I, she goes, O'Neal, get back in here. I, want, I really want you to get this 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 aid i really want you you know to figure this out and we as people of color understand that sometimes things get heated Uh it's just a thing that happens we didn't she didn't need him to come and rescue her okay yeah we were she and i were fine Uh, okay i wasn't happy with the way that she spoke to me but she is a puerto rican mother she knows how to deal with a person of, you know, like, like there's no, we don't have this like, Oh, you can only speak to me this way. And she wasn't afraid of me and I wasn't being threatening to her. Uh Yeah. She, she wasn't no Karen. She wasn't no Karen. So I walked in and said, Elvie, (laughs) listen, if we're going to have this conversation, there needs to be one thing that's clear. You 
will never talk to me like that. My mother doesn't talk to me like that. My father doesn't talk to me like that. My grandmother doesn't talk to me like that. Nobody I know ever talks to me like that. So yeah. I need that to be, and the whole time she's like nodding her head like, I fucking, I flipped out. I really did. <laughs> she was nodding her head. Great, great, great white savior decides to come in again and goes, you're being very threatening right now. And I go, I'm being threatening. She slammed her goddamn hand on the damn desk and walked up and put her finger in my face. Now that's threatening. He goes, you can't use that behavior. Get out. And I was like, what? I mean, that, those, you can't use that language. Get out. Language. And so I, I, I was like, what language? Did, was it goddamn? <laughs> like, really? Well, though? heck, darn it. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I picked up my bag and something in my mind said, I'm not getting kicked out for saying goddamn. So I said, fuck you on my way out. <laughs> Just You're going to make language everybody, count. Everybody. Yeah. The kids, the, the kids in, in the classes who were writing their, doing their tests and everything were like, I heard that. And I didn't know what, what was going on. <laughs> and I was like, well, I'm an opera student. So there you go. Yeah. You know how to throw the voice, right? That's the thing. <laughs> you know how to. Yeah. Now, what octave did you use for that? Oh, the most intimidating one. The big black <laughs> octave, you know? <laughs> How would you rank the other octaves? How do you mean? Yeah, yeah who's well, not like... Uh, if you're going to give a characterization, as you just did to the uh, the most uh, the most uh, The Paul striking. Robeson octave? The, sure. The big black, like <laughs> the um, six-foot black man octave. That uh-huh. was that one. Um, I guess the next octave would be the, um, I don't know, short... Um, Asian man octave, which is like m- sort of like tingy and t- t- tenery, like just because I know a lot of tenors who have that like timbre. Okay. The next octave will be a big black woman octave, um, uh-huh. also known as the Leontine Price octave, um, which is which I have not warmed up. So fuck that shit. Not doing that again. Um, the next <laughs> octave above that is. Do you want to put a ble- little- Do you want to put a beep in that? By the way, because I yes. can just beep that. Yeah. yeah Redacted. Beep- yeah. <laughs> Redacted. Um, so and then the next one is the uh, the the very skinny pet- petite French lady octave. Mariah. Uh-huh. Is that Mariah Carey? No, no, no. That's that's just before Mariah Carey. Okay. So that's she's the, the skinniest. You know, she's the skinniest, and then the next one is is Mariah Carey octave. So eight, all obviously because octave, right? Huh? Eight of them, eight what? of them all together. Is that where we can just count it? Well, because there's octave, right? No, am I wrong? There's eight. There's eight notes in an octave. That's why. Yeah, there you octave. go. Okay. How do you discover that you have a multi octave range? Like, at what age did you discover? Yeah. Oh uh, well, I, I've been singing for years, so. Um, do you have perfect pitch? No. I have relative pitch and I okay. have um perfect relative pitch. <laughs> like I <laughs> like you know, I um I can tell if it's right if I'm listening to other things. <laughs> okay. So so just for those those who don't or aren't familiar, because perfect pitch is kind of a it's a baseball term. Yeah, exactly. Right. That's right. Clearly. So like you can strike them out no matter what. And that's yeah, the no that's the what. gift. Right. That's right. Because no we're what. all big, big sports people, really. We're all big sports people. Yeah. But yeah. Um, so I, um, I don't have perfect pitch, but you know, I was young and I've always been able to sing really high. Actually, when I was younger, um, I had a very high rate register. I was actually an alto in the choir. My, um, my God, how does it go? What is an alto? Is that the, so it's soprano is the top Uh then alto, then tenor, then bass. 
Just four. With well, within those, there are different qualifications. Like mezzo soprano. So there, yeah, there's there's soprano. There's um coloratura soprano, which is usually the highest. Then what is like it called? A, coloratura. Cool. That's, That's the pretty. one that does all the like they move a lot. Then there's okay. the um, sort of soubrette soprano, which has a very light voice. And then there's the lyric soprano, which has um, a, a, a nice full tone, but it's still lighter than what we call the dramatic soprano, uh-huh. which okay. is a nice hefty, heavy tone. Then um, within the dramatics, there's also what we call a spinto, which is sort of like a pushed sound. It's very loud. It's very uh, intimidating. Sounds aggressive, I got to say. Yeah, is this all Italian? Is this Uh, all Italian? Yeah. Is this Italian? Yeah. Lately. Uh Lately, anyway. As of late, they've been Italian. Sometimes they're German. Um, Is there a pasta for Jewel or something? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of Italian, okay. A clams casino or something I can, you know, relate to here. Yeah, fettuccine Alfredo, eggplant parmesan. (laughs) Carbonara. Yeah. I like the sound of that. I love carbonara. Do you really? I re- okay. I, hate I, have it. A, I have a really sleazy story about carbonara. Oh, please, because I got a, I, I got a re- I got a good carbonara story too. That's re- kind of embarrassing. So I'd like to hear okay. your story first. So I, gauge, yeah. I commonly, just as Katya, I'm not a, f- f- I'm not a um, a stranger to having sex while dressed as Safira. <laughs> now, ah, uh, how dare you? Do you remember the how days? Dare you? How d- Mary, do I remember them? I remember them every day and I recall them fondly every single <laughs> day. So one time I was, I was visiting Boston for, um, for, I think it was Pride. It could have been uh, <sighs> for the gospel. Stuff. But I've been doing Pride every year in Boston since forever, yeah. uh, even last year. But um, this one year I was, staying with some friends and i was on an an app and uh i saw this cute boy and he was adorable and he came and picked me up and took me to his family restaurant slash his apartment because his apartment was on top of the family restaurant okay Um, he lived with his uncle i can't say much more about the family restaurant because i don't want to out this person but however um we went to the top of the thing i i was really not (laughs) what was that Magianos. Magianos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Zeros and um. So um, we went up to the top and talked a little bit and, and watched some Fox News, and that was my first uh, <laughs> indication that I was in the wrong. Like Molly, you in danger, girl. Yeah. I was like, uh, maybe I've come to the wrong place. Why? And we talked about a whole bunch of stuff. He was not very smart at all, but he sucked. At <laughs> um, and I was just like, I was like, he. We were talking. He was like, "Oh yeah, oh this was during the the Hillary time because he was like, yeah, they should lock her up and blah blah." blah. I was like, "Just suck lock my dick. her just, up." No, no wait. Just- so had you already had sex with them first? Because this no. is a key. Oh, okay. But you knew that it was going to be good because to wade through this stuff, you're like, "Uh huh." What are you saying? Please, let's get on to this. Well, we were yeah. already yeah. there. I, we're at his house, and yeah, and yeah. We're at the top roof deck, and it's really really cute out there. Sure, and sure. He was like, flying. "Do you want something to eat? My family has a restaurant downstairs. I'll get you." whatever you want it's an italian restaurant what do you want and i was like pasta car i was like chicken carbonara yeah that's what the fuck i want now anyone out there you should know do not eat chicken carbonara before you bought them it's just not a good idea oh oh this makes a lot of sense this makes a lot of sense look this is a a, the more you know right the more you fucking know um i learned a lot of lessons that day so um so we go um into 
his bathroom for some reason there's a bathroom up there on the roof deck and he's like let's play around and so we do that for, <laughs> i don't remember i used to do a lot of drugs and it was very bad for my uh uh my decision making and um, really do you know what kind of drugs you might have been on around the time oh i just smoked a lot of weed at this time this oh, okay. was before okay. i this is before i started doing anything else it was just marijuana just but good old weed a yeah. lot of marijuana. <laughs> Wait, and when you say a lot can you give us like an estimate because is it like uh six blunts a day would you be waking and baking and i didn't then- smoke blunts i didn't i didn't smoke blunts so i made my own um bong her name was clarity it was made out of a christmas skull <laughs> vodka bottle Ah, so you know oh, the, cute. So yeah i made a bong out of the, and that's a lot of smoke to be able to take in it would hit you and you'd be gone yeah be gone, i would do yeah. that like four or five six seven eight times in an hour um <laughs> and so it, like i would be I'm turned and lit pretty fucking turned and lit and stuff just yeah. like gone for no reason Damn. um so i remember we go into the bathroom then we go down to his room and he's like fuck me and i was like oh have you ever done this this is the thing I'm not about these virgin boys who are like, I've never done this before. I need someone with experience. If you've never done it before, you don't know to prepare for it. It takes prepar- <laughs> You do not have a vagina. It comes out of your asshole. That's what I have to say. Really? Like, I, just hallelujah. Honey. Sing it. Sing it. So he's like, fuck me. And I'm like, okay. And we're doing like the oral thing. And at some point, I'm sucking his dick. And his dick just keeps growing. Oh, and wow. growing. Okay. And growing. And growing. So it's like Pinocchio. And growing. And I was like, does it stop growing? And his answer to me was, I don't know. What? Wait, he doesn't what? know. He has an everlasting. Um, uh, wait, what? It's, this dick was so damn big. And How I long? Am, Give me. Uh, <laughs> it had to have been 10 inches. Bigger than a breadstick? Maybe 11 and a half inches. Okay, Holy yeah. shit. Like, it, like this big. It was fucking huge, girl. It was really thick, too. It was like... Like beer can, 11 inches of beer can. Like a shipping tube, a poster. I felt like I had to be a snake and un- unhinge my jaw just to get my <laughs> uh, mouth around That's it. That's a lot, it was girl. Huge. It was beautiful. He was beautiful. Like, his pictures were okay, but when he came and got me, I was like, oh, well, goddamn. So better than advertised. I would rather you give me a poor picture at the front and then come and be better looking Mama, than the opposite. You yeah. send, you, you don't, if it's, you got a, like a one out of a 10, you send a six or a seven because you, you show up an eight or a nine. And you, hello. And you know? um, so we do it and let's just say it got messy because um, I had Posse Harmonara and he uh, had never bought him before in his life. So neither, I don't think we even finished. I don't even remember what happened, but I was just like, this is something that I wish I had known. You should have told me that you had like the ever-growing penis. Also, um, don't feed your bottom before you fuck them. <laughs> yeah. Feed them after you fuck them. A 12-inch cannon up that carbonara cave. Like, what is wrong? Like, that's not it. <laughs> that's not it. That's not the tea. <laughs> but also, you're so right. Straight guys think, because I'm horny, I have a pussy now. Like, they think they're asses. You know what I mean? They're like, no preparation, no lube, no nothing. They're like... I want a lady's dick. I it's want a lady's porn. dick, so it's going to be perfect. Like, no. It's porn. I have a shitty ass. Yeah. 
Porn, yeah, every once is. in a while, every once in a while, it can be an unprepared thing that actually works. Absolutely, out. every Absolutely. once in a while, but but you don't know that you like you know you you you're no. sort of preparing for disaster. But these straight guys never know. Yeah, they never Google know. it, bitch. Google it. Yeah, like Google it. Uh huh. You can't Google getting fucked. Like just Google it. <laughs> it's pretty simple. Get yeah, yeah. preparation. I, I Google yeah. it sometimes because sometimes I forget. Yeah. And I think, and I think, and I think there has to be a better way by now. So let's figure it out. Let's see if someone else has, cl- has cracked the code. Well, there's a great mnemonic. If you want to enjoy my ass, you need an enema. Hello, E N E M A. You know what I mean? If you want to enjoy entering my ass, okay. You need an this enema. Is... Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, you work it out. Um, <laughs> the... <laughs> but to be honest, actually, the other day I had sex. Um, Wait, not too long ago. I don't know. I don't, who knows what, what days are or times are anymore. Um, at some point, I had sex with this guy, and he sent me pictures of his penis, and I was like, okay, cool, awesome, whatever. It's, it, it seems big enough. He got here. His dick was probably nine and a half inches, and I was just like, oh, which wow. well, good thing I super prepared for this. Like <laughs> the full irrigation. And I was like, you didn't tell me your dick was this big. He was like, it's better to send a send a bad send a you know a smaller picture and then come with a bigger dick than it is to. Yeah. And I was like, it depends on what you want because <laughs> if I hadn't prepared for that, I would have been like, sorry, baby, you got to go. I'm not doing that. But luckily yeah. for yeah. you, I had already prepared for a big penis. Now um, this is this is the before times you're talking about. No, I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Never mind. I'm not trying to pin you down on anything. Yeah. I, I don't. I actually, you know, happened. I actually had a happy sort of my first uh, experience with the anal's receiving. Uh, there was no preparation actually, and it all worked out perfectly. Now I know I was expecting that there would be a problem, but it just because worked you're out. into that kind of thing. Well, <laughs> no, into a problem. Problems? No, no. Into yeah, pro- <laughs> yeah, you know me. I love pro- Craig. Loves problems. That's my I other show. I love a problem, be yeah. shitty or whatever. <laughs> this ain't complicated enough. <laughs> yeah, welcome to Craig loves problems. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, it just worked out, and I thought, oh, thank God, thank God, because I knew yeah. that that was sort of my like that lucky moment. Do you know what I mean? You have those every once in a while. Oh it yeah, won't, you it won't happen lucky, again. Right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It happens. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Yeah, and um, it was the perfect time at the first time. So. Praise be. Praise be to the great anal gods. <laughs> they wanted you to really enjoy yourself. Yes. Yeah, well, they figured it was long enough time coming. Right. Let, let, let's just. Uh... <laughs> oh, hey. Nine and a half inches. I don't know what I would do with that. I got a four inch vagina. I didn't. I didn't know either, but I am from Texas where uh, they make the assholes large and the dicks even larger. So I have a pretty, I have like an eight, eight and a half inch penis. And oh, just. Um, Damn. For all those who wanted to know. Um, but I've always thought that I had a small penis just because of the people I had always always had sex with in Texas. They're just humongous. And I, and I don't know what's in the water in Rochester, but like those people too, <laughs> I was just like, I don't understand what's been going on. But then I started having sex with a lot more white people and then I didn't have that much problem anymore. Yeah, yeah. How about this one? The dicks on guys are super sized. Deep in the heart of Texas. Hey, wait, David. Yes. I like that yeah, one. I, you forgot yeah, the clapping. Yeah. You need to do the clapping because that's the I alert. I don't want to do the clapping. I don't want I the clap say. at all. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry, Ooh. Trish. You're not going to do the. You're not going to do the uh, the clapping. I don't clap no more. <laughs> you gave that up for Lent, <laughs> yeah, I think. Is that for right? Lent. Yeah, for memor- uh, Memorial Day. <laughs> they have a drug resistant clap. Oh yes, I've heard about that. Yeah. What? 
Well, what is the clap? Huh? What Clem- is gonorrhea? The clap? Is the, gonorrhea. Oh, no, is right? gonorrhea or chlamydia? Gonorrhea is just gonorrhea, and the clap is chlamydia. Oh, forgive me. Forgive Interesting. Me. Mixing and matching. Is it because it makes the uh, pussy clap? <laughs> it, what is it? I don't know. They both they both drip, so I don't really understand why it's called the clap. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they had to split up the names, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. The drip and the clap. The, the drip, drip and the, the clap. clap, and the fucking oh man, the encore. The um, encore. You're a sophisticated bunch. You're listening to this show, so you want a sophisticated collection of sex toys. Not that you don't already have an impressive one, but you know what? It's never too late to add on. And add on at Adam and Eve. Choose almost any one item at 50% off. And then when you do that, you're also going to get 10 free boredom-busting gifts, including six spicy movies, a three-piece bonus kit, and best of all, free shipping delivered discreetly right to your door. Maybe there's an item that you were considering, but, uh, you know, you weren't sure if you were into that. Now's the time to bite the bullet, as it were, or a magic wand and try it out. Adam and Eve has thousands of products, so you're guaranteed to find exactly what you need to, uh, you know, get you off. And staying in a happy, contented mood is so important during these times. Also, if you're single and not seeing anyone in person, it always helps to have a couple props for, you know, the FaceTime sex. Not only that, but there's certain things our hands just can't handle on their own. Yeah, I mean, they got the handheld, they got the double-handed, they got the double length. Everything you want is at adamandeve.com. Find the perfect fit at adamandeve.com. And when you go to adamandeve.com, make sure you use that offer code WV. So where are you living right now, Sephira? I'm in Philadelphia. I like it there. Yeah, I came to your show when you came here uh, most recently, I think. You didn't at the wrestling ring? Yeah. At the wrestling ring. I didn't see you. Why didn't you say hi to me? Because, bitch, your phone uh, is different, and I didn't know that you changed your phone number. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. The old that's phone right. number. That's right. Yeah. What I about have with the social media. I was texting you, messaging Fina, like, hello. Social medias. Social medias. I don't know which one of these work for you. You got like a million Katya fucking profiles. No, there's just two. There's just two. Now you got the new phone number. No, yeah, I know, I the I know phone you number. do. And now I have your new phone number, but I know yes. you have them, but. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I couldn't tell which one was you and which one right, was right. his fan profile. So, Oh, I know. And I like screamed. I was like, Katie, Katie. But you were already like, in the well, that's, that, how I, were that's how I like to di- differentiate myself <laughs> from other people. Yeah. Katie, hooker from Boston. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, that, that venue was rotted and gutted. Oh, truly, girl. Truly how many gun shows do you think have been in that fucking venue? Oh, too many. And they were so homophobic. They did not like my legs, my hair, my hips, or my lips. Nothing. They were not tantalized. No. Um, At the show, or you just mean the venue? The venue. The oh, staff. Okay. The staff yeah. came. They, they, were, they were rotten and wretched, but, you know, it is what it is. No more wrestling, no more wrestling venues from now on. <laughs> yeah, that was... <laughs> like, that was I, I was like, where so are we? So weird. This is so weird. We got cock-blocked by, in that town by another promoter. Um, in terms of venue stuff, like, um, basically they, this other competing promoter, uh, producer group is like, goes around with tours and they say, okay, you're not going to book Katya 
on this one. Katya, specifically. Me, specifically, yeah. It's like they don't want to compete. They don't want to have two like uh, drag events like around the same time. Really? Oh, that's strange. Yeah. Mm. So they're cop lock. They, I think it happened three times, three venues. Like we had a deposit, and then they were like, uh, "Yeah, never mind." Wow. Oh, wow. Found out it was, I feel like yeah. people who go to um, other drag shows and people who go to your shows are like two completely different types of sociopaths audiences. and then drag fans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, the problem is we were trying to sell like bigger, we're set, trying to sell a lot of tickets, both of us, like, you know, their show and my show. So it was like, you have two, sh- two of those shows in the same week or the same, even the same month and they're expensive. So it's yeah. like, you know, anyways. How would you yeah. describe the difference between the two groups, Safira? So like the folks going to Katya's show and the folks going to the other oh, shows. Oh yeah. What, what I feel like? like the people who go to the other shows are are uh, like the, when we talk about the the r- drag race fandom. Um, yes, queen. There's your Works. there's your basic Way. bitch drag queen uh, lover and then there's um people who want to laugh and like think a little bit. Yeah. And who might have a little bit of brain uh, damage. And those are the people <laughs> who go to Katya's show. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that tracks. That's pretty Most good. Most of the, right, that tracks. Those yeah. people have fallen on their heads a little bit too many times. <laughs> and so, <laughs> with gleeful abandon, going right down the stairs, hitting the head of the like, post. <laughs> they throw themselves down the stairs on the way to the Katya show, just, just to be prepared. Get on the level, just yeah. to get on the level. Yeah. No, I was actually dropped on my head as a child. So, that tracks. That does track. When did you two meet in Boston? Because I know I met you, Safira, through Brian. Girl. We do, who, how did we meet? Who introduced us? I don't think anyone introduced us. I think we were, the first time I met Machine? you or saw you was at Jocks. Jocks, yeah. Well, it was at Jocks. It was during a show that I was either in or I was visiting someone. I think I was in the show and you either had stuck just in the show. Was it a pageant? No, 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 no. I, when I first got to Boston um, and started performing, I was actually being booked for things. It actually, I think, was Raquel's show that used to happen. Sunday night. Yeah. On Sunday. Sunday dinner. Sunday yeah, dinner. Sunday dinner. That was the first one because I got... Ugh, okay. <laughs> I got booked for... Uh, it's, this is the unloading uh, section. Yes, please. I got, I got booked um, when I first started performing in boston i um started at the um, what do you call that dirty machine? sexy mondays they did that machine, competition yeah. a machine and, okay. sure yeah and i won against um people who like this is like my first competition there you sure did and i won immediately and then um so i was in the whole you know running to do the finals and all that kind of stuff well immediately after that um raquel was like you're pretty and talented and Juju was was the person who told me to come to the show in the first place. And Juju said, um, you should book her. She yeah. said, we have blah, blah, blah on, on this day. And she goes, you should book her. Book her yeah. now. And she was like, all right, what are you doing Sunday? And she booked me for the show. Did the show. Did well on the show. Everything went great. Everything. I thought that my career was, was popping. It was, go, it was starting. Yeah. Then someone spreads a rumor or says... My iPod went missing. Oh, no. Do you remember this? I vaguely remember you being accused of thievery. Yes. So all of a sudden, and I was booked. Oh, yes, I do remember this. I remember this exactly. 
and I was like being booked for a lot more things. And all of a sudden it all stopped because I was a thief because someone said that I sold their iPod and I have never even owned, I've never had an iPod in my like possession. So yeah. I was like, I did what? I stole a what? Did they also do um, say talk shit about you stealing tips as well? Oh, is that something that happened as well? I think I might have heard that as well. See, because that, you know, chat, 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 this chat. is what happens when people don't want black people to do well. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, when they see, when they see, I would say anyone, but that's not true because there were plenty of white queens or uh, other queens who weren't black who were who were excelling faster, uh-huh. but. Apparently, I was I was not um, worthy of that. So um, that was my first um, real experience with like racial um, issues uh, or be a racism in that yeah. way. Because I'm from Texas, but I'm from Houston, Texas, which is the biggest city in Texas. So it's very very diverse. And I'm also went to Rochester, where they just were like, "You're fucking fabulous." I went to the Eastman School of Music over there. So they were like, you're like, this is what you do. You should be doing these things. Ka- uh, Miss Kasha Davis gave me my first crown. She was very supportive. No way. Yeah, wow. they were that, that family in fucking Rochester is everything. And I used to go back to Rochester to like always be like, hey, I'm doing this. I'm doing better. I'm doing these things. Mm-hmm. And they would always support me. And when I would come to Boston, I would just be like, oh, the work, the work, the work, the work, the work. I have to work. I have to like yeah. work so hard to be accepted by people who ultimately nowadays I'm just like, who the fuck are you? What are you? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. I, they were just I, like, I think, straight up threatened. Straight up threatened. Because- and oh, girl, don't don't talk about the fact that I was in fucking perestroika and nobody else was. When I got on the Perestroika with you, when you started inviting me into that show, mm-hmm. I kept hearing like, well, the only reason the blah, 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 and yada, 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 yada. And I'm like, the only reason I booked her is because she's beautiful, talented, and entertaining. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but they, they, they kept having to try to find some reason to discredit you because they yeah, could never get invited on. Yeah. Because the Jacques affirmative action quota is really stringent. You, you know, know what it. I mean? Like, Two black girls in one show, too much. Too dark of a show. When we met was that first show, because you were actually filming for your Drag Race audition. I remember that. Because oh. you, had just, you had just either just finished filming. That was the reason why you were in drag, actually. You were like, we just oh, finished work. filming. Okay. Which audition tape was this? Because I know I'd probably you... say season six. Probably oh, okay. Season six. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this was like season four. Yeah. Or it would have been season, season Maybe season three four. or four. Okay, yeah. Yeah. It was season so three. So long or four. ago. So long. No, it was ago. season three, actually, because okay. Juju had just Juju. Oh, yeah, that, Juju then that was my first moment. audition tape. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Is that the one that they showed an excerpt in? Yeah. Of the yeah, right, right, right. I remember the first time I saw Brian uh, uh, Katia. I was like, "Ooh, he's cute." Like, yeah. In my mind, I just thought I stripped you down out of drag and then just <laughs> saw you. <laughs> I, could, I had that kind of mind that could do that. Like I didn't have to, like I would see you in drag and then be like, oh, she's pretty. Oh, he's cute. Hey, like, <laughs> that happened. That happened with the dude who asked me out in drag. And I was like, you're not a chaser, right? And he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to take you out as a boy. I was like, for real, real? And like, and he, yeah, he did the same thing. He's like, I can tell you look really attractive out of drag. I was like, 
That's like an architect's mind. You know, like an architect can like look at sort yeah. of a raw space and go, okay, yeah. that's not the master bathroom will be there and then we'll have a lovely yeah. lounge and then, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then can do Those reverse. buttresses yeah. won't hold that cathedral <laughs> lot. Yeah. 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 We need beams in here. Beams. Yeah. yeah. Wood beams. Good cedar. Oak. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, when, wait, what year was that, Sephira? What year was that? 2009. 2010. 2010. 2010. 2010, 10 yeah. fucking years ago. We met 20, 10 years ago, girl. 10 years ago. And the memories we shared, oh. Yeah, let's get into some of those memories. So then you meet, and then you're doing Perestroika. Yeah. And what was that like the first time you did Perestroika? Because you had to work, you know, for Katya, which is always a disaster. Well, I like tyrant. I saw Katya a lot. There was, before I even started the show, um, yeah. me and- Dorothy's. And, uh, well, not even Dorothy's. I actually hadn't been to Dorothy's for a long time when I started drag, because I just didn't understand- me and public, I'm from Texas where we drive everywhere. So me and public transportation don't get along too well. Oh, sure. I didn't, yeah. it did, it's not a concept that really like, <laughs> I was like, I don't understand where am I, I'm supposed to get on a what? And so like going to school was enough of a challenge for me, let alone trying to find some place called Dorothy's on fucking, was it Massachusetts Ave? That's what, that that's sure what was. That's how it was in my mind. It's like, is it Massachusetts? What about, <laughs> it's not Maine? It's not Maine? What Ave is it? What is the, Okay. So that's, I couldn't figure it out for anything. So actually, um, Becca the Bus, Eugene, um, I used to call him Yevgeny, um, and I would always put on online just, hey, who wants to hang out? Because I would see Becca. Becca would book me for Cherry. Yes, and right, right. Mondays. I was in Cherry before I was in Perestroika. Okay. And, uh, oh. and describe Cherry for the listeners who don't know the history of the Boston scene. Just like what kind of night was it? I did a lot of drugs. I can't remember everything. That's fine. Um, That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Cherry was a... What was it? It was just—I don't know. It was just—that's all right. I, there's no information to be had. I guess it was, it was a night. It was a night drag. that someone. Yeah. <laughs> it was an explosion it was of a drag. Maraschino um, flavored concoction of yes. pure drag excellence. Yeah. There you go. Really Perfect. Perfect. With um, hostess Becca the Bus, and I think yeah. Ashley was in that show occasionally. Uh, Ashley, who? You know. Yeah. Should I bleep that as well? I'm yes. just trying to. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, since we're bleeping it, since we're bleeping it, also bleep this next part. She's the one who told everybody I stole from her. Oh, um, okay. Because I also Man. beat her in that competition. I also beat her in that competition. So, that I, like, after that happened, and then I was in a gig with her the next time, all of a sudden I stole from people. Oh, okay. I fucking A. Motherfucker. Did you always have a bad vibe about her, uh, Brian? Listen, I got, I got fired for stealing when I didn't steal. So I... It like being accused of something you did not do is like is just so annoying. It's oh, so fucking it. annoying. Yeah, it's so like, and you have no way to prove it because you're just like, ah, I didn't it know is it. almost impossible to prove something that something didn't happen. Didn't happen. I mean, right. yeah, it's just right. like one word against the other in that uh, whatever. We well, and also you got other show. people who are are like upset and they're not of your level of performing, so they're more likely to go along with some bullshit story. Oh, girl, it, it makes them haters, better, right? Haters. Yeah, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. They look at the bone cheeks. They say, oh, they hear the voice. They say, oh, honey, they couldn't take it. They couldn't, couldn't take any take of it. it. Couldn't take they, any of it. They're like, None oh, girl, it. no one wants to hear 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 a girl sing. I was like, I feel like everyone wants to hear us sing. Like, <laughs> well, if you're a you singer, know, music, then- music is a thing that happens. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, and someone can actually sing. Yeah, no, no one really wants to. Of course, they all want to hear that. Of course. Yeah. I mean, and then so I started with Cherry with um, with um, Beck and a Bus. And yeah. then um, I don't know how it happened, but I got invited to um, do Perestroika. And I because I, I think I had been to Perestroika before and I knew that it was such a, a, a coveted spot because sure. I, just like listening. And, you know, I listen a lot when people are talking just in the back and I sometimes I'm not even talking I don't talk a lot because I'm listening to what they're saying and listening to what's happening in the world and what's happening in these people's sphere and um I was like okay this is great I'm gonna try and turn this out and Katya was very supportive we we probably hadn't performed as much together as we had actually hung out we like yeah we went to eat we we went to eat a few times Boston Market Huh? Boston Market. Boston. Yeah, you know it. Uh, <laughs> uh, but I think we went for um, Vietnamese food a few times. Like, um, you know, try, we, we ate out more. Uh, maybe I forget. Uh, Mexican food. I forget. But we ate out a lot more than we uh, performed together. And then yeah, um, yeah. I think she might have seen me perform a lot and then just figured it would be something to add me to. And um, Becca actually... Actually, a fruitful experience for all to enjoy. You know, the magnanimous <laughs> talent could right. not be denied. <laughs> you know, nobody could deny Blue Nasty Crystal. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. So, so <laughs> <laughs> do tell, do tell, please. Thank you, Sapira Crystal, aka Blue Nasty, aka Ebeskeezer Scrooge, yes, aka. Um, <laughs> Um, fucking, uh, what is it? What did Tom say? It was Blue Nasty, Blue Nasty Crystal. Blue Nasty Crystal. Oh, so, so good. So oh, good. yeah. And they actually would, would promote, would, would promote the show <laughs> with my name as Blue Nasty Crystal. No. <laughs> Not Sephira Crystal. <laughs> no, 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 yes, no, no. Girl, I'm pretty oh sure God. I have the, I have the thing and I was like, how are people going to ever know me if they can't see my name? Hard to get. But I mean, Ryan Landry did the same thing to me. And I want to talk really? to you about him. Do, do, was he a tyrant? What was it like working for him? So there are people in this world who are so hurt that um, the Ooh. only way that they can control things in their life is to treat people the way that they felt treated. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. And it's, it's very sad because he is a very brilliant mind. In some ways, it's very commonly brilliant it's not like i mean he ain't no fucking he ain't no tolstoy or he's uh, no tolstoy he's no shakespeare but he ain't no emily dickinson he's funny he's funny he's, he's funny, funny. If, he's, he's funny. funny if you've been dropped on your head a few times um, yeah. um if you've had a lot to drink and you've done a lot of no. drugs he's hilarious no. oh there you um, go and i happen to have had a lot to drink and done a lot of drugs and yeah. so i thought that and i think that like some a lot of his stuff is really great actually I'm, and i don't want to um discredit any of his any of his shit. It's great. Wizen was amazing. But there is a way to treat people to get the best out of them. And he did not do that all the time. Um, he sure. did another way, which is a way to treat people to get something out of them. Um, and uh, it also is a way to treat people to get them to be addicted to things as well. Um, oh. and, and it's just like, and I don't mean like he'll get you addicted to something, but you have to, there is something that you have to do to um soothe to soothe that to you know to to pacify that like the the experience that you just fucking had 
with someone and you're like, I'm not an idiot. I'm not a moron. I'm not right. stupid. I'm not all these things that I'm right. being berated as every sure. fucking day because I came in a second early or because I came in a second late. And that was never my fucking issue. One time I missed one rehearsal because he scheduled it last minute. Like uh-huh. right before we left, it wasn't a part of the actual schedule. So I had the actual schedule in my mind. And then all of a sudden he schedules another rehearsal last minute. Now, mind you, we don't get paid that much. We get, I got paid 300 fucking dollars for the whole run of the show. Plus the blah, blah, blah. And also they're not doing Wagner. They're not doing <laughs> Wagner at the fucking like, you know, Boston symphony. No, this is in the basement of a fucking gay bar. For those not familiar though, just to give paint a picture. Right. So these would be these like pa- the parody shows. Right. So Ryan Landry would do, uh, like, yes. I don't know, pick a, a this show. One was the, Mrs. Mrs. Grinchley's Christmas Carol. Right. Okay. And uh, in terms of time commitment, how long would this three hundred dollars cover? Like in terms of when you start a rehearsal, weeks. right? Week, weeks. a long time. There were weeks of rehearsals. Right. You would have to be intensely dedicated to the quote unquote cause of the Ryan Landry show, or else you would be who's uh, getting chastised. paid thousands of dollars for this show, and I'm getting paid three hundred dollars. Now, right. um, the funny thing about this show is that this show was a show that we did. The previous winter we had done this christmas before i'm a i'm i'm a trained actor and and uh, an opera singer and um i have a mind that will keep things you know yeah memories so yeah we go back we come back and i have all the same roles that i had before i know all this i knew i knew every single thing that we did the year before nothing right. had left my memory so there was no, there was no real. Um, so I was really like, okay, I have to be there for this thing, and I was never one of the people who had to be reminded of anything, who had to learn anything new. I just like did everything. I was always on time. No one ever mentioned that. But the one time that I'm late to this thing, and he calls me, saying, "Where are you?" And I'm at home watching fucking um, Fox News, Jungle again? Book, or some bullshit no. <laughs> like that. I don't know what was on TV, but I was at home just watching it because I was like, I don't have to be a thing to. So this time, so I just need to relax and like relax my body. He calls me. He's like, where are you? And I was like, huh? He was like, we have rehearsal right now. And I was like, oh, shit. He was like, get here now. Okay. I get there. I'm like, cool. By the way, none of the parts that I have are going to make or break this performance. Sure. Just saying. Like, it's not going to, it's not, you know, no one's going to die. Nothing's going to happen. So... I um, get there and he like takes me in the back and he, when I'm, this is the thing that he does. When I moved to Provincetown, it was because remember I was homeless. Remember I was homeless. So when I was homeless, um, I stayed with my friend uh, Dante, his roommate. When I went to, uh, I went to Rochester one time to make some money so that I could start, you know, contributing because I wasn't able to contribute because I wasn't making any money. And I was trying to, like, do that. And would this, would this be after you were frozen out of the thing in Boston because of the alleged stealing thing? Oh, this was years later. This was two. Oh, it was years later. Okay, okay. 20, oh, this was actually the next year. I was doing better because I had been established with Ryan Landry now. So, like, I was doing better. People were like, oh, she's got talent. I, things started getting better. Sure. His roommate threw away all my things while I was in Rochester. So like there's a good portion of my life that I just don't have anymore. Just threw it all away. Oh my just, God. Like, jackets that my grandfather gave me all sorts of stuff. 
Um, just Dude, what the fuck is? <sighs> so uh, he was he was troubled as well, and um, it's easy to do something like that to me and not your roommate because you know you're you're mad at them, but you might as well just do it to me because I'm I'm living there as well. Um, so I had to move. I had to figure out something to do, and Ryan said, "Come to Provincetown. I'll yeah. pay your first month's rent, and um, you'll pay me back, and um, you'll you'll find a job. You'll find a job. You'll I'll." we'll find you a job. And, and honestly that turned my life around. So I uh-huh. do owe him a great, uh, um, debt of appreciation for that, because if it weren't for that, I don't know what would have happened to me, but I ended up doing that next show for free because I still owed him $300. Oh, gotcha. So uh-huh. because of that, uh, indentured theatrical servitude, indentured theatrical servitude. Right. Um, no, and so that's so I wasn't getting paid, but I had rent to pay, and I was doing massages, actual massages. Maybe they thought they were going to get a little extra, but they didn't. But I was doing <laughs> massages um, at night to like rub and tugs. No, that's what I'm saying. Not rub oh, and oh. tugs, just oh. an actual rub. I did a no full tugs. hour no and a half. Tugs. Rub, yeah. No tugs, oh. but it was okay. Oh, hour because, and a half. That's an hour work. and a half. Well, an hour and a half was one six. I actually worked at um, P Town Massage as a um, receptionist, so I knew what the prices were for that. And yeah. so what I would do is just take their prices and use them as my prices. Oh, that's good. That, that's a good move. Yeah. So I was in Boston and telling people this is how much the thing is, and because I would do it in drag because they, I know that they want it more, but they weren't going to get more because I'm just not that kind of girl. Um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and and also they're not asking outright, right? So it's like vague. So really they can't say that they got screwed over. You never promised it. They didn't get screwed over because they would have to pay that much for an actual massage that, of the quality that I gave them anyway. So whoopty fucking do. And I was beautiful. And so whatever you do after I leave is your thing. Um, you, you, got a, you got a massage from a beautiful lady. And... Um, <laughs> So he didn't know why I was so tired. He was like, you, you don't even have a job. And I was like, number one, fuck you. The only reason that uh, I don't have a job is because I don't have a job here and I couldn't get a job here. I've never worked a day in my life in Boston in like that kind of job setting. I, I applied to many jobs, couldn't get them. I wonder why. Um, but in Provincetown, I definitely got jobs. Um, whenever I went back to Provincetown, I would go there and, and work and do things there. Yeah. Um, so it just, he yelled at me and then he was like, don't ever ask me for money again. And then like, we went to do the show. Well, during the show, he, something happened. I think I had one glove missing, but we wanted to start it. So I was like, I'll find it during the show. But for this, and he was like, where's your glove, Sapira? Or Godiva is what they called me. Oh, right. Godiva. Because chocolate? Because chocolate? Yes, bitch. Because black people taste like chocolate, as everyone knows. Well, I do, but still. Um, I hate not that case. shit. He doesn't know that. <laughs> For clarification, when did you start getting called Godiva? Who started, did Ryan Landry start well, calling they you, give that, you a, They give you an orphan name. They give you like an orphan name. And, yeah. uh, and oh, oh, the gold. So, right. So, they, and again, just, just for those not familiar, his troop is the Gold Dust Orphans, right? Yes. That's right. They give you an orphan name. People who are, you know, it's funny. Uh, people who are familiar with Peaches Christ, it's very, um, uh, Ryan Lidge's productions are a very similar thing. Analogous kind of to that sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. yeah. Like Although, West- uh, from what I've heard, Peaches is a little bit more fun to deal with. Well, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I would think so. I would think yeah. so. Yeah. I was yeah. like, I haven't met her, but I, I just, I just, I just feel like it probably would be. Yeah. Um, 
so he he called me Godiver and said, um, Godiver, where's your glove? And I said, oh, I don't have it now, but I'll, I'll have it by the thing. I just couldn't find it at the moment since we wanted to start so early. In this time, he's like, go get it, stupid. And then uh, he goes, blah, 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 and then calls me an idiot and then calls me a moron. And if I, I think that by now you understand that I'm not the kind of person who lets someone treat me a certain type of way. But, you know, my story from LV and... and, and I'm getting that impression. Yeah. yeah. Slowly. Yeah. So I, um, <laughs> Billy, 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 has, Billy Huff, Billy Huff. The guy who does the piano stuff? Yeah. Sing along with Billy or whatever? Yeah, Billy. Billy is in the show and he's standing right next to me. And everyone's hearing Brian berate me. And he's like, he's just like going off. And he goes, stop it, stop it. He just like whispers, stop it. And to know that like, they're like, this is happening. And like other people are like, this is like really not supposed to be happening. And this is something that happens all the time to anyone who pisses him off in his oh, yeah. organization. Yeah. Totally. I've seen it. I'm just I've not seen that, that bitch. Yeah. Right. I'm not the bitch. Yeah. I don't know who you thought you, you were talking to, but I'm not that bitch. Yeah. So I, I remember jumping up like fucking Donkey Kong. I jumped up <laughs> twice and stomped on the ground and then ran onto the stage and hit whatever set piece was near me and said, I don't know who the fuck you think you're talking to, but I'm not that motherfucking one. Don't ever call me God. And I just went off and I was like, you do not talk to me like that. I am not, I don't know why you're talking to me like this, but do not do it. I am not the one. If you want to fight, like we can do that, but I'm not going to have this conversation with you. you yeah. I have apologized for what I did. I know I was wrong and I am sorry, but do not call me out of my goddamn name. I am not stupid. I am not an idiot. I'm the only one who remembers this entire play from last year. So don't ever yeah. come for me and my intellect, you asshole. And he, and I, no, I don't think I called him an asshole. I just like, I tried to keep it as clean as possible without insulting him. And I turned around and I said, so let's get that clear. And he goes, you are an idiot if you do this. And I said, see, you don't understand what I just said. And I go back onto the thing and I just, we, we go at it. And I'm like, and he's screaming and I'm like, you're not going to over talk me. I'm an opera singer. So you can try all you fucking want, but I can just drown and I'm screaming and I'm not like screaming, but I am. Raising your voice. <laughs> the thing, it is going straight to the mask. It is out there as if I am projecting over a fucking orchestra. You cannot sure. hear him over me. Yeah. All you can hear is me screaming at him. And he's just like, and I, and I even get down and I was like, I've said I'm sorry so many times, but you yourself say you don't want to hear us say sorry. You want us to do better. So don't ask me to apologize a fucking again. And then he just goes, all right, get on stage. So let's do the show. <laughs> I called him out on his thing. Was like, I've said I'm sorry several times, and I'm here. Like yeah, I don't know yeah. what else you want from me. Right. Also, you're not you're not Dorothy in the Wizard of Oz. Like you're not the main. Like you're not the I lead, was, right? No. Were you playing in that one? Because I saw it. I remember one of the Cratchit kids, and then I sang Silent Night. Well, you know, without the glove, it's all ruined. Silent. Night. Also, you know, he he has lots of puppets. So I was in one of the things for the puppet. Thing. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah. So like it was it was it was like whatever but like we've done the show so many times god damn like yeah. what what's going on And it's yeah. not like again it's not Broadway it's fucking it's puppets on strings and pulleys and levers and cardboard and uh wigs under a gay bar And it's 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 great it's a good show but it's fun like, funny amazing it's but fun not and worth funny it. and but yeah. you're charging all this money for these people and you're still paying us I got paid $300 there was no reason then I shouldn't have made $300 a week. 
doing that show. Right. Bro, seriously. Yeah. Like, okay, my, my part's not too big. $300 a week is a substantial amount of money for me that I can pay my rent and do these things and come to this rehearsal. But $300 yeah. at the end of the run, that is no. criminal. Borderline slave labor. It's volunteering. It's volunteering with a stipend. Yeah. yeah. And and for that, you should no one should be getting that kind of nasty attitude from the person who's like He should know. be licking your ass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I don't want him to lick my ass. You don't. Isn't there also the problem too? Because he is the guy behind Showgirls, right? So then a lot of people sort of uh, um, uh, tolerate his bullshit because they feel that without him, they're not going to have a chance to do anything. Oh, right. And, the, in, yeah. and then in I had Pita. a following out with him about Showgirls. So, like, well, he had a falling out with um, the Crown and Anchor when he punched the guy, and the, uh, they got into oh, a fist fight. Oh, he pushed him and threw a chair at him. That's and, what, yeah. He th- pushed him and threw a chair at him, and that's when—that's the day that he realized that he was not as big and bad as he thought he fucking was. Right. Because, because a Rick Murray said, "Fuck this shit. Fuck your show, girls. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here. Throw your yeah. fucking show out of here. Whatever show you had going on here, whatever play you were gonna do, not happening here." And then he tried yeah. to um, take it all. He took it all around. He took Showgirls all around the uh, Provincetown. Like it was. Yeah, everywhere. the A House. Every yeah, bar. It was I remember. A-house. It was at yeah. the Crown and Anchor. It was at, uh, I mean, um, the Governor Governor Bradford. It was at Pied Bar. It was like wherever they could put the fucking show, they put that show. And they tried to it get it in, never in a bigger good. event. And Rick Murray is a part of the board of of of, of the goddamn town. And he said, "Yeah, nope, nope, every time, nope, <laughs> nope, 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 nope." And he owns so much of the goddamn town. It was like. You don't own that much in this damn town. You have your house and you had a little store. Like whoopty fucking do. This yeah. is where it happened. They um, brought in another show called Audition, and um, they had Kevin Aviance oh. and uh, oh, Marty yes. Gold coming. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that year, I had no plans. This is right before I moved to Philly. It was in between New York and Philadelphia. And- Wait, can I, Sifir? Uh, can I interrupt you for just one second? Um, I just want to let you guys know that in about 10 minutes, I'm going to have to get a package. That's all. How big is the package? Uh, it's about nine and a half inches. Oh, okay. but very, very thin. He doesn't watch Fox news. Does he? I found out that I don't like, well, hold on, you're going to get me off track, but okay. I don't like thin dicks because it's no dagger, dagger dicks, <laughs> dagger. That dagger dick. Get that dagger dick away from my booty hole. No get way. That dagger dick away. I'd rather have t- like short and fat, like those emergency buttons in the, in the superhero movies, like the, you know, the, <laughs> yeah, the big round button, you know? So uh, <laughs> actually, okay, never mind. That's a, that's a, that's some, I have a lot of sex stories. So, uh, and, well, and we'll get to some of those. I think I like, this whole yeah. show could be just sex stories for me. Uh, that's that's fine. Let's yeah. get to it. Yeah. yeah. I'm an opportunity. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we got nowhere else to be. I mean, I don't right. know. He's got a package coming, but uh, I, frankly, well, <laughs> um, let me ask you something severe. I want to ask you, ask you. So when you did, um, encounters, discreet encounters as a, uh, as a lady with discerning gender, in Boston, um, did you ever? Did you host or did you uh, go, um, travel? It depended. Really, you you traveled. I traveled sometimes. Okay. When I would when I would do the um, wait, are you talking about um, hooking up and drag? Oh, just hooking up, not the massaging. Not the massaging, no. Um, the hooking up and drag. Yeah, it depended. I don't remember a lot of that stuff, honestly. <laughs> but I would host a lot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't travel too often. 
I would Oof. only travel if they came and got me. Like that story okay. I was telling you about the ever ever growing penis. Sure. It, he he came and picked me up and like an Escalade, and I was like, "This is going to be yeah. great." He's got an Escalade, and his face looks like it was carved by Da Vinci or whoever oh. carved shit. Like it was just <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Carver. Yeah. <laughs> um. But it's danger. Craigslist killer, mama. Craigslist yeah. killer. Yeah, but I'm a six-foot-tall black man, so I wasn't really that afraid. And my dad's a trainer for the UFC and taught um, self-defense classes all my life. So I think I've, I've, I'm fine. Skilled in opera and self-defense. That's quite yeah. a combination. Yeah, I mean, unless you, like, fucking – and I was a top at the time. Like, okay, okay, yeah. Most, like, when I lived in Boston, I yeah. didn't really get fucked that often. Like, I don't yeah. think ever. Like, I was a strict top. And it's only in my old. It's only since I've become a, uh, an older lady, that, uh, <laughs> an elite, elite queen, elite queen that um, that um, I've been like, you know what? That's a lot of work. I'm just gonna sit here, and uh, you can do all the work. And uh, <laughs> and I'll. It feels kind of good if you prepare. If you like stretch out, like just like just like if you're gonna perform, you need to yeah. stretch. If you're gonna, you if do. you're gonna do up the jumps and ups and blah blah blah, yeah. you need to stretch. If you're gonna take big dick, you need to stretch. You need to put something else in there before yeah. that that unencumbered penis just comes inside <laughs> and just goes to work. And you're like, or that ah. dagger dick starts poking, and before you know it, you got dagger dick has to leave. I, if if the dick ain't good, I, I make up a reason why someone has to leave. Like, oh my god, I have diarrhea. Diarrhea is coming right now. Oh my god, <laughs> imminent, imminent flow, imminent flow. I prefer I prefer a seventy five percent erect penis because it's like really? I get on it when it's hard, but when it gets seventy five percent, it loses a little bit of the hardness. It gets a little bit spongy. That's when it hits my spot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, I I used to find that only like humongous penises were like that. They have to be humongous on a skinny person because they don't have the blood flow to really like supply it as much <laughs> as you sure. <laughs> Sure. So they're a little woozy, but they they go fully catatonic when it's fully erect. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so like, so it only gets so hard, and so you're like, oh yay, it only gets yeah. so hard. So you put it in there, and it doesn't feel like, oh god. Yeah, I gotta snake it in like a slinky or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And again, they're woozy, so they're gonna go along with whatever you're into. Yeah. At that point. What's yeah. going on? Oh, sex. Yeah. The bigger it is, the harder it probably won't get. Uh, unless they had um, some Viagra science, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like those. That's the re- That was the real reason why I was like, I'm doing big dicks only because those small dicks are like, yeah, let's go. Let's <laughs> and they feel like <laughs> they got something to prove too. They're trying to and like they have something to prove. It's like no, my, you just bend over and I'll fuck you. The dick is good. Just just go slow. Just do yeah. the things. There's uh, that uh, guy who who came who was like bigger than his picture. Yeah, was like, let me just take my time in it, and I was like, no, I don't have time. <laughs> like, I, you need to stop. Like, this thing is huge. <laughs> I, I, I was not prepared for this. <laughs> and then after after a while of saying that in your mind, you just go, oh, I, okay, whatever. Like, this actually feels good now. And then he's um, done, and then you're like, you're done. So we're gonna go go again in like two minutes, right? He's Did like, he? No, I gotta go home. I'm tired. Oh, gag! It's seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh well, there you go. But so now you're versatile, is what you're saying in the uh, in, in your yes. mature lady age. Yeah, and that's more fun. You sort of get to do both things. 
Yeah, no. I mean, I like to top. I top currently. I top my boyfriend, and maybe occasionally someone else. Otherwise, I'm like, just stick it in me. I just want to like lay here. I don't feel like doing anything. The most I'll do is like get them hard with a blowjob, and then I'm like, you don't do a little moaning. Ah, ah, <laughs> oh, ah. yeah, I like moan if something on TV happens and it's like really interesting. Otherwise, you're saving your vocal skills for another time. Brian, have you have you been having relations in this uh, in this uh, Corona time? I mean, we've been uh, no, lucky to avoid not. talking about. Okay, yeah, no, I've just been uh, having uh, Facetime sex. Uh, I've been having mirror time sex. Right? Oh, good for you. I look in the mirror and I say, "Hi, hello." <laughs> no. There you go. Yeah, just kidding. Just give it to yourself, Miss Thing. But I I did watch a porn the other day. What's your porn taste lately? I, it turned into fisting, which I didn't expect. Oh, and I'm not, uh-huh. a, I'm not generally a fan, but severe, everybody in LA is, is into fisting. Every single person, everyone, gay or straight. I believe it. So I believe it. And my friend was saying that um, he, uh, he works in porn in the industry, like uh, runs websites and stuff that he predicts that in 20 years, 10, 20 years from now, scat will be just as accepted as fisting is now. Oh, no. Really? Yeah, it's because of lazy bottoms. Oh, there you go. People are like, I don't want to clean out. Just, are you into this? Yeah. Me? I no. No. I, I'm just saying, like, okay. No. Got another story. I can't get the dick hard again if I if, I, if there's doo doo. Yeah. No. Well, Safira has no, no, a no. story though. Safira has. I a have story. a story. When I was Jeez. living in Rochester, I I you know was interested in this guy that I met online, and then um. They came to my school and we hung out and, you know, we were, we, were, we watched opera together. Um, we, we, we had the same interests. It was really cute. They didn't live too far. So um, they would always say something like, you know, they would like allude to like, you know, it's natural, like natural things happen. No, like, <laughs> it's a natural digestive process. I'd be like, oh, I got to use the restroom. I got to prepare for this. He would be like, leave the door open. Really? What now? Oh, no, Mary. And it still didn't occur to me. This is the funny thing. It, it never occurred to me that this was something that they were into. He wanted to suck a turd out of your hole. Or I would say, I have to clean out to do that. And he was like, don't do that. Don't worry about that. It's fine. Whatever. He wants it's a natural. mudslide. Ugh, gross. <laughs> but they didn't. But he never, he never like said, I'm into it. He just said, it's natural. Whatever happens. You know, it's, yeah. I always call it an occupational hazard. If something like that happens. Totally. Occupation. It's, it's, it yeah, it's not personal. Yeah. It's drag. I'm not into yeah. it, but yeah. like it's not personal. It's drag. And so um, I think one day we were talking. I think I was visiting family or something. And they were like, you're not going to be what I, into what I'm into. And they were always distancing themselves from me. And I couldn't figure it out because we got along so well. And I was really into them. And they were, they were like basically afraid of the way that I react to what they were into. Uh-huh. And um, I was like, what are you talking about? And they like messaged me. They were like, this is what I'm into. And they sent me their login to a website. Oh, dear. I logged into the website and I was like, oh. What was it? What was was in the website? What was on the website, mom? It was like a Pornhub for fucking scat play. Eating shit, drinking shit. Eating shit, shitting, like special ways of just shitting on the toilet that like, like you're just like perched up on the toilet like this. And just shitting, and then you take the shit, and then you, I was just like, 
So we take the shit out of the bowl and then. Oh no! You you as as it's squeezing out of your he- your ass like gogurt. You fucking um, <laughs> take it. And, and you make it a up. clay pottery like in Ghosts. <laughs> Two of you like <laughs> put it on the wheel. Girl, they had people sitting behind each other. Um, oh my <laughs> unchained melodies. Oh, oh my love. Oh no. Uh, my darling, you all this shit. Um, I hung just for was, your scat. Yeah, okay. Awful. So it was it was something else. And I just was like, oh, okay. And sometimes when you like somebody, you're like, I'll see if I can get into this. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't into like that degree. People like say, go to the bathroom and take a video while you're using the restroom. Okay. That's not that much of a thing for me to do. Sure. It's not yeah. big deal. What about farts? If he wanted me to fart in his mouth. Yeah. We never really got there. I think he, he I think he just you know, some people they peep they peep that you're not into what they're into. Of course, yeah. way, of course. In the of way course. they're of not course. in the way that you're not in the way they're into it. And they go, you know, this is not working. Yeah. Cause they, they want you to be as excited about it as they are. Of course. Yeah, yeah. you have yeah. to be excited. Like that's the kind of thing you gotta be into. You, you gotta meet on that specialty site. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not yeah. gonna. So, you're not gonna bump into them at Barnes and Noble. No, 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 no. Oh, you like getting shit in your mouth? It's me too. Let's go fist. You know, oh. it's not. It's not like. Oh, okay. I'll go with you to the ball game, even though I'm not that into it. You know, it's not yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a different kind of red sock. I don't think it was like <laughs> shit and mouth type things. I think it was just like I don't mind shit on my dick. I don't mind um, this kind of thing. Um, I don't know how deep it went for them. Honestly, I just remember yeah. it being like, oh, I don't know. I felt like after that came out, I think we might have had sex one more time. And uh-huh. I don't think, and nothing happened. That was the cleanest sex we probably ever Wait, had. Sorry, <laughs> one second, you guys. I, the package is here. And we conclude part one with Katya's package. Stay tuned for part two and head on over to patreon.com slash Craig and Friends. See which reward tier works right for you. Sign up and slide on in to the Thunderbuns of Hot Dog Club.